0: Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Spring is my favorite time to start
1: a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor-guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra.
0: a conductor received complaints that a woman was making some nasty comments towards another woman who was uh, Muslim. And at some point, this was on the Connecticut Rail Hartford line, so not on Metro North. At some point, the woman who was the alleged victim took out her phone and said, I'm going to make a TikTok video of you, of us, of this. I want you to hear this.
2: Smells like
0: feces, eaters,
2: doesn't it? Say <laughs> why, hi to TikTok. Why somebody's got a problem? Say hi to TikTok. Racist number one. You're ignorant. I don't sexualize children. That's ignorant. <laughs> and we do? And we do? Say, I didn't say you did. Must have a guilty that was fun. conscience. That was fun. Enjoy the white. Like, you sat next to us. Talk
3: to them like that. I do not
2: like anything. Were they talking,
3: what were they, when she's saying something? She was so racist.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I need to get off the train. I said, I get off say, of the I train. I said I don't sexualize children. I'm not getting off the train. You need I to get off of the train. You can't talk to
3: the passengers like that. I'm not
2: talking to anybody. I'm looking out the window. Every
3: person in this car said that you were talking to him like that way. No, I don't know every person in this
2: car, so I don't know the problem window.
3: But... You need to get off of the train. All right, look at me. You will never ride my train again. I will look at you and tell you you can't ride. Do you understand that? I can't physically remove you, but I can stop you from getting on. Do not talk to the passengers that way. I've been
4: talking to them.
3: Yes, you are. So get off in Hartford and do not get back on my train ever again. You see me, walk away. Okay?
0: Thank you. God bless. So that was an interaction that's making the news today between a conductor who felt like that he could enforce a code of conduct on the train Uh, against a woman who was complained about saying vile, racist things. Now, the vile, racist things don't appear on the video because the woman was smart enough to stop saying them, which he knew she was being filmed. Uh, And so far, no no bystander passing video has come forward. But it raises the question, 2033339422, well, it raises a lot of questions. First of all, a lot of people are applauding this conductor's behavior because they believe very strongly that if we stamp out ugliness in public, that we are sending a message to people to you know, go back under their rocks and that there is a public code of conduct and behavior that all of us as a social contract need to behave. And that if we stop people from saying nasty things, that we are basically reinforcing that we as a society do not condone and do not accept racist taunting altogether. And we certainly don't have to accept it when we see it in the public. So there are a lot of people saying that this conductor is heroic or at least, you know, rose to the level of his position in stamping down something. And obviously the woman who was the subject of this rant was very grateful for it and said, God bless you. That's certainly a very compelling argument to be made in the public sphere. Uh, You know, a little part of me, the lawyer Lisa part of me, goes right to free speech issues and the right of anybody to interfere with somebody else's conversation uh, when it comes to being an agent for the train, which is a public utility, which means it would be considered loosely state action as a matter of law, right? So when someone works for a government, what they do becomes what we call state action as a matter of law, and then it becomes a question, well, what kind of right do I have to say my mind or speak or berate somebody or be vile and ugly and racist? Do I have a a right to do that? And if I do have a right to do that, can somebody else interfere with that right? Or is it only for the victim to say... Uh, you have no right to speak to me that way, you know, basically get off of my cloud. And, uh, you know, b- because this did not escalate, let me make it clear, this did not escalate into any physical confrontation. There was no issue of any kind of physical threat, but it was so ugly and so disturbing that the conductor was hearing complaints from people all over the train. So let me ask you this, at two zero three 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 nine four two two. do you think the conductor did the right thing? Do you think that, if you overhear somebody being taunted because of their religion, their dress code, whatever, you know, just some stranger being taunted on a train, do you believe it's the responsibility of the conductor to get involved as this conductor did and say, look, I can't throw you off the train, but I can tell you you can't come on. Now, as a practical matter. Can this conductor prevent somebody from getting on the train? No, no, absolutely not. But this conductor was trying to make a point, which is, I now know who you are. I am watching your behavior. I don't want to see you again. Now, can this conductor actually bar someone for being on the train? I I doubt it. I don't know what the code of conduct is of conductors on Hartford Rail Line, but it would seem to me you would have to rise to a very, very high level of bar before you prevent somebody from exercising the civil right to get on a train. I'm just, you know, saying but in terms of what he said to her, he was trying to make a point. And he was making the point very strongly. He was, he was making the point very strongly. Do you think that the conductor did the right thing? If you're on a train right now or a plane, well, we'll, we'll take away the plane for a minute because planes are actually private enterprise, although they use of public transportation. But if you're on a train or a bus or a bus and somebody is taunting somebody, maybe they don't like that somebody's wearing an earring in their ear or they have green hair. Or they have a tattoo that you don't like or, the, or that that person doesn't like or the color of their skin. It could be a million things. Basic old-fashioned bullying. What is the duty, the responsibility, and the limit and the boundary of somebody who was a conductor to interfere with that and say, cut it out? I don't like it. I heard it. People are complaining about you. This is nasty behavior. It's unacceptable. Stop it. Do you like that the conductor did this? Do you applaud it? Do you think it makes for us a better society in America that we have shared values in which we do not condone this behavior, we condemn it? You know, one of the, uh, one of the, the campaigns that the ADL is always coming on our show, the Anti-Defamation League, it's a speak up campaign. Uh, it's a speak up and, and say, right? It's a speak up and say something campaign and it's basically that if you and I insist that in our society we will not accept nasty jokes, stereotypical remarks, uh, public vitriol, that in fact what we do is we push these people back under their rocks, and we have in fact less ugly, racist, anti-Semitic, anti-everything, anti-gay, anti-everything violence. So doesn't it begin, or does it begin... With a conductor on a train. Two oh three 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 nine four two two. The backstory is apparently this woman was Muslim and it was that kind of ugly thing going on. Two oh three 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 nine four two two. I'm wondering, did the conductor do the right thing? What do you think if you were on that train? What do you think about this? Two oh three 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 nine four two two. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the show. We opened the show. We have The Kindness of Strangers on at 1130, and it's just the two of us today. So by all means, pick up the phone and call me at 203-333-9422. I opened the show today with this video, this audio, pardon me, of what happened yesterday on a Hartford rail line. This is between a conductor and a passenger. Let's play it again, Justin. It smells
2: like feces eaters, doesn't it? Say why hi to see, TikTok. Why somebody's got a problem? Say hi
0: to
2: TikTok. Racist number one. You're ignorant. I don't sexualize children. That's ignorant. (laughs) And we do? And we do? I didn't say you did. Must have a guilty conscience. Enjoy the fight. Like, you sat next to us. Talk to them like that. I didn't think you like anything. Yeah, were they talking,
3: what were they, she saying stuff She to was you so racist. Yeah. Yeah. You're remarks. get off the train.
2: Instead, I, of the I train. said I don't sexualize children. I'm not getting off the train. Because you need I to get off of the train. You can't sexualize. talk to
3: the passengers like that. I'm
2: not talking to anybody. I'm looking out the window.
3: Every person in this car said that you were talking to him that way. No, I don't know every person
2: in this car, so I don't have a problem.
3: But... You need to get off of the train. All right, look at me. You will never ride my train again. I will look at you and tell you you can't ride. Do you understand that? I can't physically remove you, but I can stop you from getting on. Do not talk to the passengers that way. i have been talking to them. Yes, you are. So get off in Hartford and do not get back on my train ever again. You see me, walk away. Okay?
0: Thank you. God bless. So, that is a little bit of the interaction. It is obviously not the incendiary part that caused this woman to TikTok what was going on. And as soon as the TikTok itself started, clearly the woman who was saying violent, ugly things toned herself down, and then the conductor got involved. But my question for you is in a society in which we live in right now, where the incidents of anti hate are going up exponentially, I mean, really the statistics are here, do we think it's a good thing that the conductor tamped down on this conversation? Or was it um, inappropriate? Was it out of bounds? Was it something that we really don't want people who um, are wearing uniforms to go in and interfere with people's conversations? Should we have let these people alone to defend themselves as they like? What do you think? Where should we be on this line? And what does it say about us as a society, depending upon the way we authorize people to act? 203-333-9422. Mary from Shelton. Mary, what are your thoughts on this? Hi, and welcome. Hello. Elisa? Yes. Oh, um, I get to walk away from the radio. Uh, I yes. think the conductor
4: did great. I don't know how old that conductor was, but if he was a relative of mine, I think he did great. Because, you know, the other passengers have the right to, uh, you know, ride the train in peace. She's disturbing the peace. You know, my mother used to always say, if you don't have something good to say, don't say anything at all. And I just don't understand who said God bless at the end of that conversation. The woman
0: woman who was filming the TikTok, who was the victim of the conversation. Oh, the victim. Okay. Because if it was the other one, it would have been so... Terrible, years. because, you know,
4: some people, they act like they're good, but then their behavior is, says otherwise. Mm, but true. I definitely, he did a great job, uh, because that, that could make you very nervous if you're on a train and somebody's talking like that. That's true. You know, it's a that's public true. thing. If you're, like, in a car, in a private situation, that's a different thing. But, you know, it's like you just can't do that. I mean, we, we tell our kids not to bully other kids in school. Mm-hmm. and But the thing is, So many people are doing that. I'm not going to name any politicians, but, you know, our our society has, like, degraded into name-calling. It's just so sad because I'm in my 60s, and I could see, you know, how things have changed for the worse, you know. And you shouldn't have to tell people, uh, you know, not to do things because it's just all about good manners, it is, you know, it? and it just seems like the manners have gone out the window. It does seem but, that way. But that guy did a great job because he stayed calm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have stayed that calm. Wow. He was very calm with her, you know, and, and I think he has the right to do that. You know, okay. he's he takes your ticket. He's got to make sure that everybody's has paid, you know what I'm mean, saying? And I think he did a fantastic job. If he was related to me or if he was a friend of mine, I would say, kudos to you you handled it excellent you know if everybody stood up like that you know even if you just 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 tell people stop and just say what my mother always said if you can't say anything nice don't
0: say anything at all thanks mary i think you're right i think you raise a really good point about breach of peace i think you raise a really good point about the right of the rest of the passengers in the car to be free of this kind of angst as they're you know passengers. And I think breach of peace is probably where you would go with that from a law enforcement kind of viewpoint. Uh, of course, she would say free speech, but she might be wrong. Breach of peace might be a more accurate description of what was going on here. And I, listen, Mary, that's the question, right, for all of us. If we call out the bullies along the way, do we have a better society? And the answer is probably we do. We do. Uh, So thank you, Mary. Thank you very much for your thoughts and your call. Let's go to John from Monroe. The question of the morning is whether or not the conductor in Hartford did the right thing in interfering in a conversation in which somebody Mm -hmm. was feeling victimized by some racist, ugly slurring. And uh, he basically said, I can't throw you off the train, but I can tell you never to get back on and you need to stop this behavior right now. Did he do the right thing or not? John from Monroe. Hi, John. Welcome. Welcome.
5: Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. And I believe you did the right thing. However, being in the law enforcement area for so many years, I also know that you have to be able to deal with what the aftermath might be. As an example, mm. if he stepped up to her and said, this is not acceptable, you're creating a hostile environment, blah, 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 how is he going to back it up if she stood up to him? Who's going to back him up? So, you'll, so if you're going to sing something, you better be able to bring something. So um, I applaud people that have the it has the fortitude to do things like that. However, you also have to think: How are you going to back it up if it goes south? That's just my opinion.
0: Well, it's a stay. Stay with us, John. That's very interesting. Are you a police officer or a former police officer?
5: I worked in corrections for twenty-seven years.
0: Oh, oh! So you really know a lot about control in situations, confrontation, um, and confrontation. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, conductors are not, you know, weapon carriers. They're not carrying battering, battering rams, but they do wear a uniform. They command respect. And I believe they are part of the, um, as part of the Railroad Safety Act, I believe they're also uh, public peace officers. There's a part of their, I, I could look this up, but I'm, I'm recalling from memory, John, that a part of what they do has to do with public safety. It's not merely just taking people's tickets and, you know, escorting them onto a train. Um, I'm going to look that up. But I I think that there's a part of their job. It doesn't mean they have to carry a weapon. Thank God they don't. But I know what you're saying. If you're going to sing it, you have to bring it, Uh, especially because it was a woman. And what if she had laid hands on him and pushed him against the shoulders and gotten berate you know, gotten irate or something. You know, the thing about conductors, Sean, is that they must deal with drunken passengers all the time. They must have a lot of experience in people that are breaching the peace. Don't you think?
5: I would think so, yes. But there again, what are are they allowed to do? And there again, who's going to back them up? Because there's one person by himself in a car full of people.
0: Yeah. So if you were that conductor, would you have left it alone?
5: Absolutely not. Because I don't mind stepping in and protecting someone
0: mm.
5: but i also am willing to take the heat for it
0: yeah i'm glad it didn't uh, escalate into anything other than what it was right okay uh, good point thank Job. you thank you 203 uh, 20- we'll continue the conversation justin who else stephanie from milford what do you think about the way this conductor behaved and the way the bully behaved on the train talk to us
6: Uh, good morning lisa thank you for taking my call i
0: felt compelled
6: to call in and weigh in on the discussion because i as well uh support the conductor for uh for being firm and professional in dealing with this uh bully and i think uh i agree that there is a social contract that we all have with each other to be nice and be respectful to each other and that it is our responsibility as human beings to to act in that manner, toward, excuse me, toward each other. But in addition to that, into the question of um, free speech, uh, especially in uh, on a uh, government property, I think there's also an expectation of safety, that both emotional and physical safety. Mm-hmm. So that we take on, and that the tr- motor transportation takes on when we get onto it so clearly there was uh it was not a safe situation for the person who was being bullied and so i don't think the free speech argument um you know advances in front of people's safety
0: yeah i hear what you're saying well you might be right um, i'm looking here the um the definition or what the job description is, is they're supposed to manage and facilitate the safe and efficient operation of the train and crew, communicate with engineers or dispatch safe. But I'm looking here. I had thought that they, yeah, they say that the role of a senior conductor is to ensure the safety of the crew and customers. You know, and safety, safety means safety. I guess he could argue that he thought that this conversation at any moment's notice could escalate into some kind of physical confrontation and he wanted to head it off before it did that right
6: Well right but there's more than physical safety there there's is- if there's that uh, impending um, you know bullying that that might escalate to something else that's feeling emotionally unsafe and you just, where you just don't know what it's going to escalate to. So I think he does have the right, he, the conductor does have the right to make sure that everybody is, is safe. And clearly the behavior went above and beyond that he did feel he needed to step in. And so I, I do think he did the right thing. Yeah. And shame on that, that bully, that, that woman that acted in this way. Uh, you know, I, I just hope that she doesn't treat other people that she comes across. In that way, and I hope that she learns lessons from it, if that
0: is at all possible. Well, you know, you have to believe that it's possible, right? That everybody can learn something, even if it takes years. Uh, but you know, I, yeah, I want to thank you for the call. Um, I think you raise a really important piece of this, which is which is this emotional safety bit. Which, of course, is a wiggly kind of subjective thing. But if somebody's being patently bullied, it doesn't make anybody feel safe. It just doesn't. You wouldn't want to see anybody bullied on a train.
3: PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
0: And I, I basically think that this guy was was taking hold of a situation in which very, everybody else was very unhappy, and he was saying that this kind of conduct in public is simply not ex- acceptable on this train. It's just not acceptable. And maybe, you know, if more people were like this conductor, we would have more people that were restrained in their voices, their speech, their actions, and we could come around to having a more tolerant, respectful society again. You know, because as Mary was saying, there's been a huge degradation in the public sphere with all kind of name-calling and FUs and F-this-is. And I mean, I've noticed that. Haven't you noticed that? A tremendous degradation. It's awful. So... 203-333-9422. We're going to move on to some other subjects. If you want to keep talking about the conductor on the train and bullies in general, I'm happy to take your calls. But otherwise, we're going to move on. The Kindness of Strangers, speaking of which, is at 1130, 203-333-9422. We'll be right back. And we're talking a little bit about this incident, which we have a little bit of the audio that was filmed. Let's play it, Justin.
2: smells like feces eaters, doesn't it? Say why hi to TikTok. Why somebody's got a problem. Say hi to TikTok. Racist number one, you're ignorant. I don't sexualize children. That's ignorant. <laughs> and we do?
5: And I we do? Say,
2: I didn't say you did. Must have a guilty conscience. Enjoy the white. Like, you sat next to us. Talk to them like that. I didn't you like anything. Yeah, were they talking,
3: what were they, was she saying stuff to you? She was so racist. Of, yeah, yeah. Ignorant remarks.
2: get off the train. I, said I, said, of the I train. said I don't sexualize children. I'm not getting off the train. because You need I to get off of the train. You can't sexualize... talk to
3: the passengers like that. I'm
2: not talking to anybody. I'm looking out the window.
3: Every person in this car said that you were talking to him like that
2: way. No, I don't know every person in this car, so I don't know to. put that
3: window. You need to get off of the train. All right, look at me. You will never ride my train again. I will look at you and tell you you can't ride. Do you understand that? I can't physically remove you, but I can stop you from getting on. Do not talk to the passengers that I've been talking
4: to them.
3: Yes, you are. So get off in Hartford and do not get back on my train ever again. You see me, walk away. Okay?
0: Thank you. God bless. So that was a, an interaction on the Hartford line, not the MTA, not the Metro North but the Hartford line in Connecticut, and it's widely reported today, and people are reviewing the conduct of that conductor, and our question for the morning has been, did the conductor do the right thing? I want to just let you know that in, uh, this is uh, online about whether, an, if something like this were to happen on a metro, uh, on a on a subway or on a bus in, in a New York transit system, whatever MTA service you rely on, there's a big public notice that says, uh, here's what you can do if you feel you've been the victim or witness to a crime, including a suspected hate crime, and you should immediately report it to law enforcement, including the New York Police Department, the NTA Police Department. Your immigration status does not prevent you from reporting a crime or receiving necessary services, and they define a hate crime as a traditional offense that is motivated by bias. A person commits a hate crime when one of a specified set of crimes is committed targeting a victim because of a perception or belief about their race, color, etc query whether or not this is a crime to say something nasty to somebody. I'm not sure. Hate speech. Does it rise to the level of hate crime? We could do an entire semester in law school about that, but let us go to the calls. We have Helen from Monroe. Hi, Helen. Welcome. What are your thoughts on this? Hi. Hi, Lisa. I applaud this conductor. I would ride his train in a heartbeat. And we've
7: heard stories about even airline stewardesses, stewards, um, having to, talk to people on the plane, now it's a train, acting in a way that's bullying another person. You know, we as citizens pay for a service to get on a train or a plane, and we should not be exposed to this. I think that that conductor should be applauded for what he did. And maybe, like you're saying, from a legal standpoint, maybe some of these industries need to incorporate um, when people are being hired Uh, In the event of situations like this, I don't know how they can word I'm not in the legal system so that they're covered because this man shouldn't be penalized for doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, no, I don't, listen, right on the Hartford Line, Connecticut Rail, in terms of notices to all passengers, it says, please be courteous of your fellow customers. I think we could all agree that baiting somebody and saying obnoxious things to a stranger sitting next to you is the opposite of being courteous. So there's no question that this woman's behavior was completely out of line. I I don't think that, yeah, I think this, I think this conductor is going to be viewed as rather heroic for standing up against hateful Uh public bullying. I think I think I that so. seems to be the universal response, right? Yeah, because we as a society, uh, I think you probably would agree with this. We're fed up.
7: This is going on across the board and what are we teaching our young children? This is so wrong. It's so corrupt. This bullying it goes on in schools, it goes out across the board and as a society, we should not enable this. And this conductor proved that point. And it may not change this woman's behavior. However, I think maybe she'll think twice about that in the future. You know, there's that expression, a leopard doesn't lose its spots." Well, I hope this makes her think twice in the future. I can remember even when my children were younger and we would go out here or there, and you might be in a situation in a restaurant or even in a mall where a parent was disciplining a child that was being really disorderly, but to the point where it was embarrassing and mm-hmm. humiliating, take yeah. that child and go someplace private and do it. You know, these, these um, displays in public are wrong. And what this person did was humiliating that woman on that train is beyond disgraceful.
0: You know, and there's another point to it, too. And you know what I was thinking, Helen? I was thinking that um, a lot of times if we are the passengers and we are witnessing something, we have frustration and fury. But we're Mm -hmm. afraid to do anything because we don't want to start up and have somebody punch us in the face, right? Right. So we look to the leadership. We look to the conductor or the bus driver or whoever it is that is the operator of the vehicle or the flight attendant. And we say, Mm -hmm. look, we're another passenger here. It's not our place to interfere, but this behavior is unacceptable, basically pleading with them to do something. So I think it's, I think it's right. So I think it's wonderful that the conductor did something because I'm sure every other passenger in the car felt very powerless and helpless to do something about it.
7: You nailed it with that last comment that you just made. This man took a stand not only for that woman that was being humiliated, but for every other passenger on that train that was feeling the way you or I would feel uh, at this exchange going on. And like you said, if you you're fearful in a way, although I don't, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know a hundred percent what I would do. I have a feeling if nothing was happening that I would be very tempted to intervene. But like you said, You never know these days if even if you're in the car and road rage and somebody has a gun. That's right. Road
0: rage is a perfect analogy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. You never know what some some moron is going to do with a weapon or this or that. And then all of a sudden, you're just another Mm -hmm. passenger. You have no cloak of authority. You're not wearing a uniform. You don't have anything. Mm -hmm. You're just like, it becomes a he said, she said, and nobody wants to get involved in that.
7: No, I hope this. I hope this man is, is not rewarded, but I hope that you know nothing with his job is um, you know happens because he did the right thing. He absolutely did the right thing. I can. I just. I pay him the highest accolade for doing what he did. He took a stand, and for the right reason. Good for him. Thank you, Helen.
0: Okay, right. take Thank care, you. Lisa. Sure. Two zero three 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 nine four two two. Well, we've had a good time talking about this. I think we have we have um, unanimous by acclamation support of what the conductor did on that Hartford rail line. And maybe that's because a lot of us are thinking if more people would speak up when they see it in that moment happening, then maybe we would have less of this behavior. As a society, it would be universally condemned and that would be a good thing instead of just reading about it in the newspapers. And you know, the the sideline to this is that And remember, it isn't that long ago that there wasn't an online world. There was a real world, and there wasn't an online world. So that meant there were real-world consequences in a neighborhood when there was a bully. And people knew who the bully was. They couldn't hide behind a fake screen name. They couldn't hide behind a fake identity. And in the wee small hours of the morning, say the most horrific, ugly things under the cloak of anonymity. Because there was no such forum, and now there is. And what is it un- what it has unleashed in people is the reason why nobody wants to be on Twitter anymore. Look what it's unleashed in people. It's unleashed the ugly, ugly, ugly side of people that are trolls, right? The word trolls came out into being because there are these ugly uh, humans that won't, <laughs> that they can't be in the sunlight because if they were in the sunlight, they would wilt they would remind me, you remember the Wicked Witch of the West and, you know, you remember the Wizard of Oz. You remember what kills the Wicked Witch of the West? You remember? A pail of clean water. Oh, I'm dying, I'm dying. Remember that? In the Wicked Witch of the West? (laughs) And she goes Margaret Hamilton in her green face and she goes back into the floor of the stage. But she crumbles up into nothingness. Why? Because clean water is the antidote is the killer of the evil, right? The most basic substance, clean water, fresh sunshine. And that's the disinfectant that we need. And we don't have that in today's world. In today's world, we have dark money, dark conversation, cloak of anonymous this, screen names, IP, IPO, IPN addresses, whatever they are, IP addresses. And um, scurrilous kind of really criminal ugly stuff. So when we see it in person, when we actually see it flame out in person, of course we should say something. Of course we should. But a lot of times we're afraid because we don't know in a world in which crazy people carry guns and knives, and you know that they do, whether somebody is going to turn around and attack because they're in some kind of paranoid frame of mind and they feel like they're being victimized. So the only person that could have stopped this bullying on the train, the only person was the conductor. And as uh, John from Monroe pointed out, who was a former corrections officer, he just says, you know, you got to be willing to know that if you're going to speak up, you don't know what's going to come at you. And I'm glad that this particular altercation ended exactly the way it should have, which is she slunk back down in her seat, she got off the train later on, and I'm sure the rest of the... um, I'm sure the rest of the passenger car was very relieved and very gratified about this intervention. Could it have gone haywire and worse? Absolutely. What would the conductor have done? We don't know. We don't know. But for the WICC Lisa Wexler Show listening audience, we are grateful that this conductor spoke up against a bully. We're going to be right back.
1: Cool fact. Cool fact. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga